0: There are three examples of commitment that I want to give today. Usually it's a case where you don't commit yourself enough to accomplishing the risk that you've taken on and you don't make any progress. And therefore you don't make any compounding progress either. But sometimes you can commit too much. Our head employee, Larry was a hard worker and liked to be prepared. And unlike the rest of us who used an electrician's tool pouch, Larry used a carpenter's leather tool pouch. The difference is, a carpenter's pouch has pouches all the way around it to load up with all kinds of nails and tools and so forth. It's much bigger and heavier. And Larry had his loaded to the top of each pouch. There were tools, screws, fittings, miscellaneous. It was so big and heavy that he would never wear it on his hips. He would just reach down and pick it up like it was a tool bag and carry it from one place to the other and just set it back down again well larry and i had just came out of the university hospital central telephone office and we had walked up the long set of uh, concrete stairs from their office up to the parking area and i asked larry why do you keep using that pouch it's hard to carry like that and you never put it on I have a smaller metal toolbox you can use that has a regular handle, wouldn't that be more practical? But he refused to give up his tool pouch and said, no, I like it just the way it is. I don't need any changes. He was committed to his tool pouch. Well, not more than 10 seconds after he said that very thing, the tool pouch slipped out of his hand, landed on the edge of the top step. The entire contents of his pouch then exploded in an avalanche down the outdoor concrete stairway with hundreds and hundreds of parts and screws striking the glass entry door at the bottom of the stairs and just going everywhere at the bottom. People came out of the glass door scared, thinking maybe it had been gunshots or something. They didn't know what happened. I didn't say a thing. We quietly spent the next 20 minutes picking up the mess sometimes excessive commitment to a questionable practice is not always a good plan when we sold our first alarm company shield electronic security in san diego it was our hope that we could make it in the industrial security field and start a diasec incorporated and we would uh, just do nothing but industrial companies so much we were convinced of this that we, uh, when we sold our company to someone else, Shield Electronic Security, we signed a non-compete agreement that said we would not do any residential or small commercial jobs within the two counties that we had done business in in the past. Well, the first year of uh, Diasec was dismal. There was hardly any work came in. Our gross sales were much less than half of what they were the year before with our other company, we felt that we needed those residential and small commercial jobs to make ends meet. Otherwise we were just never gonna make it at all. So every month I would check fire alarms at some government buildings. And one of those was in the town of El Centro, California, about a two hour drive from San Diego out over the mountains and into the desert. It was just a little town and the town there only had one alarm company in it. So I had the brilliant idea. Maybe this is where we should set up a separate satellite office, and then we can do residential alarms and small business alarms there, because this is not in the county where our non-compete agreement's at. And we could just have a separate office there. Maybe we could hire somebody to do jobs there. Well, my dad and I drove back and forth We spent days and days doing a marketing study to try to figure out the feasibility of opening a second business in El Centro, California, about 120 some miles away. At the end of our research, though, I had to admit that this was not a good idea. And it wasn't. It was a stupid idea. If we had done that, we would have stretched ourselves out so thin and wasted so much money trying to open another office in another city two hours away that it might have put us under. So instead, we decided we would concentrate and commit ourselves even further on Diasec Incorporated, the industrial company in San Diego. Fortunately, we did that because within six months, our business was doing really well. And within a year, it was doing so well that we couldn't hardly keep up with it. So committing yourself to an existing company is sometimes the better approach than to try to branch out too soon to something else. Now here's an example of too much commitment. We had had a job with General Dynamics Convair to connect a fire alarm in a new office area that they were working on that was about 2,000 feet from their fire station. So we decided to just run a conduit across the roofs of all of these buildings to the fire station And then down the outside wall of the building and into this new area that they had. Well, that was fine. And we uh, kept on working at it until we had the conduit right above where it was supposed to come down the wall. And then we put the fire alarm inside the office area and started to run the conduit up the wall outside, except... Our extension ladder was only 20 feet tall. The outside wall of this building was a little over 60 feet, I think. So we couldn't reach the the rest of the conduit to fasten it to the wall. Well, I told the convert that we'd have this job done by the weekend. And this was Thursday. We had one more day to get it done. So that day we went to a rental company and rented a 40 foot extension ladder. out of fiberglass. A 40-foot extension ladder is very heavy and very long. We didn't have a truck long enough to carry it in, so we used my father-in-law's pickup truck and proceeded to dent the cab of his truck with this ladder. And to our dismay, when we set up this huge ladder, it was still 20 feet too short to fasten the conduit on the wall. Now, what do we do? Um, Larry says, well, maybe you can just find a a company that's using a lift here at Convair and that's not using it right at the moment and we could give them some money and and borrow it for a little bit. Well, I looked and looked and I couldn't find anybody had one that would go that high. Most of them would only go 35 feet and we needed something that could go up at least 60. I called a rental company that rented the equipment, in fact three of them. None of them had anything that big available until the following week. But I was committed to get this job done and all I had to do was to fasten a conduit about 15 feet overhead, higher than what we could reach. So while we were up on the roof of this area, it was a secure building. The roof was flat. It had a parapet wall that went around the roof. That was about a foot thick and about four feet tall, but you couldn't look over the edge of the roof because since it was secured, there was a chain link fence, another eight feet higher than the wall put up on the inside of the wall with barbed wire on top of that so you could look out through the chain link fence but you couldn't put your head to look down and over the wall so I had a brilliant idea right there on this flat roof who knows how long it had been there the answer to our problem a pile of old hemp rope the same old kind of rope that they used probably on an old sailing ship it was about an inch and a half thick I had no idea how long it had been there but it seemed pretty good to me. So I said, you guys could just poke this through the chain link fence there, right over the wall, over the edge, I'll climb up the 40 foot ladder. I'll wrap it around me, tie it off. Then the two of you could pull me and lift me up the side of the building until I get up high enough. I could fasten the conduit. We had purchased some wireless headset walkie talkies before that uh, would activate without having to push a button called Voice Activated Switch, so we could talk to each other at the same time. Well, these guys protested fiercely. Said, you're nuts, this is crazy, it's too dangerous. But finally, I went out and they said, okay, it's your life. So they poked the rope over the edge of the building. They couldn't see me. All they could do is talk to me on the headset. I climbed up the 40-foot ladder, wrapped a rope around me, tied it off, and up I went. They started pulling me up the side of the building. It was too scary to look down because not the height so much as the fact that I was hanging from an old rotten rope. I fastened the conduit with some clamps and then they lowered me back down again. Any moment I was expecting to come down when I got on the ladder and look and see the Convair fire department, there waiting for me. They had their own fire trucks, but they didn't. So I got it done and it was over with. Sometimes. You can put too much commitment that it far exceeds the risk involved. That's it for today. This is Stanley Diaz. Thank you.